right. Welcome back to episode 187 of the Morning Skate Podcast. I'm your host. I'm back today, BizDev Dale. Uh, I was out last week. Do there's a lot of controversy surrounding that. Um, we'll get into. The boys have been hubbing. Uh, Ted, Hal, we're all uh, we're all here. It's a nice sunny day in February, Sunday. How are you guys doing today? Hal, how are you doing? I mean, BizDev was supposed to be suspended for this podcast. He somehow just snuck through. I don't really, I don't, I don't really feel like giving him the time of the day on the intro. To be honest with you, I'd rather. I don't either. NHL in the news. Let's get right into it. That felt good. That felt good because you you know that BizDev, all he wanted to do was talk about himself for ten minutes in in the pre-show. Yeah. So. Well, thank you, for, thank you for that, boys. The first topic we're going to get into is the Lake Tahoe games. Uh, recap, day number one happened yesterday. The uh, afternoon first period happened. Uh, I guess they forgot about the sunshine. The ink, the weather's a little, uh, a little irregular in Nevada, Lake Tahoe area. So uh, it was forced to be pushed back to 9 o'clock. Uh, Pacific time, meaning us here on the East Coast had to stay up until midnight to view it. Uh, did you guys, did you guys ended up staying up, tuning in? How? Yeah, I did. Um, I did. Yeah, and that was. I would like to give myself credit because that was an investment to stay up till two a.m. Um, me and Ked both wanted to play Call of Duty last night, but I, I don't think anybody had any war in them uh, by the end of the game. But I thought it was sick. I told. I told the boys this. I think pond hockey's a lot cooler at night. I feel like growing up, like when we would play pond hockey, if you went to like the warming hut at nine o'clock, like that was so much cooler sometimes than like playing at like noon under the light. I don't know. The lights add an element. People acted like it was ugly, but to me, like those pine trees, like all I didn't need, like the mound drops, just like the pine trees kind of reflecting off the lights, I thought was fucking sick. So uh, I was a huge fan. And like I didn't even. Dale was watching it when it first started. I didn't even give it the time of day uh, when it was on during the day. I didn't watch it. And then when I heard it was on at midnight, I was like, this is right in my wheelhouse. So awesome. I felt like it was too bright out like in when it first started and here's a little advice to the nhl there's like a few things in life that you can bet your life on it happening and it's the fact that the sun's going to come up the fact that they didn't take that into consideration (laughs) blows my mind apparently uh i mean our our new vp of merchandise uh eo dubs told us that had to do with the paint and the paint absorbs the sun more than other things i think he sells medical devices so i don't understand why a medical device person knows that when there was like a rink engineer there who just might have forgot. Like, do you think the rink engineer was like Randy Marsh? He was like, no, global warming. Like that was, that was insane to me. Uh, also, is it weird that when we think of pond hockey at, like we think of it at night, I feel like most people probably don't, but like we were kind of lucky to have that warming hut with the lights. Cause you're right. Like there was nothing better at being like nine 30, 10 o'clock. And the boys are like, Hey, nobody's doing anything. Let's go to the warming hut and go play hockey. It's like, cold as shit. Bad. Yeah, dude. But like that's pond hockey. To me, you probably had like practice or you skated on like the lake during the day or something. So your skates are still wet. You put them on in like negative degree degree weather. Yeah. Little light snowfall coming in with the light. Couple other things too. I don't know. I want your guys' opinion. I think Vegas's jerseys are even grosser than I thought. Like the idea on paper was kind of gross to me. In person, I thought those thirds were disgusting. They reminded, they kind of remind me of the Ducks jersey. There's something. 
there's something about gold and red that just does not make sense to me. I hate that they went red. I like the helmets. I like the color of the helmets. They had like the dark like gray. The matte, I've never red. seen those before. Those were kind of a sick type of color. They had like the the old Vancouver Canuck, you know, the red, yellow V one at the yep. bottom of their jersey. They kind of had that going. Um, that McKinnon goal was fucking unreal. That was okay. I'm gonna take the puck and I'm just gonna go coast to coast. And, and they released a thing today. Uh, Petrangelo was mic'd up on the ice when that happened. And, and Petrangelo comes up and he's like about to make his gap and he looks up and he sees McKinnon. And he goes, "Oh boy." And then two <laughs> seconds later, McKinnon just an absolute fucking snow, dude. He's so good. And dude, the crazy thing too is that was like on that outdoor rink. Like I was thinking about that that goal and like usually you always get like these ugly bouncing goals in like winter classics. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just went end to end. That was sick. Uh, I agree. And I thought the Avs jerseys looked as good as I thought they would. I thought they looked really cool in them. Those right, like, Avs jerseys looked so fucking nice. Like I wanted to be on the Colorado Avalanche so bad just to be able to wear like that whole setup. They just looked so clean. Was Ryan Graves a Rangers draft pick? Yeah, he was, dude. He has some so, sick long hair too. I was thinking about that too. Like I wish somebody on the Rangers had the balls to grow their hair out like that. How old is Ryan Graves? Because I feel like he looks like he's eighteen, but he's actually like twenty five or something. Uh, I, can, I can look it up. I, yeah, I would say he's probably twenty five. That'd be my guess. It's, it's a quick uh, here. He is uh, twenty five years old. Good for Ken. You have anything, Dale? You have anything on the abs? <laughs> Good call. Um, he's an yeah. asshole. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, McKinnon's goal was sick. Uh, Makar looks nasty. The way he handles the puck on the blue line. I, mean, I know it, that's it's uh, played out. Like, everybody knows how good of a defenseman he it is. It is. I think it is. I, yeah. I think you actually did, though. Did you – earlier this year, didn't you disavow the abs and didn't he go with the Rangers or was it the other way? Did he go abs? I don't think there was a decision ever made. All right, so I think we should move on then. Um, no, but over, overall, I, I kind of echo what you guys said. It was a little hard to watch the game at 3 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, so it's like we got the best of both, both worlds there. I would um, love to know what the ratings were for how many people were watching that last night. I would love to know how much money was disrupted in advertising. Like, I called my dad, and I, I was talking to him about it, and he was like, holy shit, that's an expensive mistake, you know, by that NHL. So. <laughs> Just curious, just curious on that, uh, the business side of how that played out. I'm such an idiot too because when it was midnight, I'm I'm frantically trying to find where the game was, and I thought it was like on 13, which was just NBC. And I looked, and it says Saturday Night Live. I'm like, wow, the NHL canceled Saturday Night Live on Saturday night. That's sick. And then no, it was just a whole lot of just nonsense. And I was like, this is not the right channel. So I had to end up finding that. No, um, how did you not? I knew they were going to put it on NBCSN. They would have. That was probably like a replay of Saturday Night Live, and they didn't even care. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I was. It was. It was wishful thinking. <clears throat> and I have one last thing. Uh, the Kale McCarr thing. It's starting to get played out, not by BizDev, but by everybody else. I feel like every single day I see a video, like whenever the abs play, I see the same video of Camel Car like opening up at the blue line, making a quick move and going around somebody and shooting and scoring. Like, guys, that, that video has been played a hundred times. Yeah, I get what you're saying because he is really good. He's yeah. sick, but you've seen it. I agree. I still like him. I mean – that was a that was a good matchup. I would say the first game's a success. We're recording this Sunday afternoon. The Bruins are supposed to play the Flyers at seven tonight, so we'll see. Last thing, see nice, last thing, it was nice to see Joe Sakic out there and kind of the incorporation of uh, oh, 
the incorporation of the golf was cool, but they also did a sweet segment on the 1960 U.S. Olympic uh, <laughs> guys. So if you get it, it's 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 uh, narrated by Doc Emmerich. So if you get a chance to look that up because that was really cool to uh, highlight the 1960 gold medal winners. They beat the Czechs in the in the gold final. Uh, Russian captain comes into the locker room after they're down four to three going into the third. Tells them to take oxygen. Freaking U.S. goes out, scores seven goals, six or so. Yeah, seven goals. I think they won six, six goals. They won nine to four after being down four three. <laughs> so, uh, who who's this Rutledge Wood guy, and what do I got to do to get his job? Seriously, that guy lives a dream. I feel like he just gets baked and he just goes to hockey games and just sits down in a lawn chair with sunglasses on and just rips on Brian Boucher the whole time. Is that, is that the guy? Is that the guy who went like snowmobiling or something? Yeah, dude, that guy's just living the fucking dream. Is that like a crossover? Does he? Is he do like something else? I had dude when they. I, I thought they were Rupp. I was so confused because I heard them say something like about Rupp. Uh, on a snowmobile at halftime or something. I thought it was going to be Mike Rupp. I was like pumped. I was like, oh, this will be sick. Like Mike Rupp's just like tearing up Lake Tahoe. And then it was that dude in a lawn chair with sunglasses on chilling. Do you guys remember a couple years ago during the presidential debates or whatever, there was that one dude that went super viral. I free, I have no idea why he did, but he went viral and then they found out his name and then they searched him up and he ended up being not that great of a dude. And like, I think he wore like a, a red Ken. bow tie. Yeah, it was Ken. Ken Bone. Ken yeah. Bone, right? Ken now Bone. we have now we have Dusty Gooch, dude. Yeah, these well, names are pretty coming cool from moment. fucking everywhere. Do you think that's real? I don't think that they put a, a serviceman w- w- saluting the flag and just put Dusty Gooch up like that's his I, name. I know, but at the same time, if they really didn't like, I feel like they ham that up. Like they didn't have to put that guy's name under him. They show people saluting all the time before without their names at the bottom. Someone was like, no, like. Make sure it says Dusty Gooch. And then there was like a random like Red Wings fan on his jet ski with like a Red Wings flag. That just screamed Drew Williams to me. Do you, do you yeah. see his last name on the jersey? No. Stoner. Okay. So I don't, I don't think Clayton Stone ever played for the Red Wings. So I think that guy smokes pot. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's sick, I guess. I just uh, I, I, I late added this. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask a question about it. The world's longest hockey game lasted 252 hours in Alberta. They raised $1.8 million in charity. So they, they overdid the 11 day power play, but I don't, I don't know how much time. My question is they played outside. Did, did they not think at any point that they'd get a snowstorm and did they not get a snowstorm? Like, how did they do that? So 252 hours is just over 10 days. Yeah. 10, 11 days. No snowstorm in Alberta. I don't know how they did that. We're talking about the NHL, like, missing out on the sun. These people, fortunately, were able to get through. But, like, if you're going to schedule, an like, a world record to be, like, a hockey thing, wouldn't you want it to be indoors just in case it snowed, especially in Alberta? They were playing it. I think it was negative 40. And that's probably definitely Celsius because I think negative 40 Fahrenheit, you'd die. Sounds terrifying, dude. Yeah. They're, they're I don't really- think I could do that. I would much rather just like donate and like wash, like maybe like drink some beers there, but then like at the end of the night, go home. That's that <laughs> is like that's like war to me. Like, you got to think about the way your feet would hurt, like your back. Like, by the end of that, like, including those temperatures, your body is just going to be fucked. 
Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, we hadn't talked about it, and that was something that was going on, so I just wanted to bring it up. Thanks, dude. But it's sick. Cool, cool cause, cool event. It was on a private rink for, that uh, was owned by a doctor. And it's, yeah, I think they did it outside due to COVID is kind of the take in this article here. But cool. Um, moving on, Austin Matthews. <laughs> Austin Matthews is on absolute fire recording uh, – 18 goals in his first 18 games. Uh, what do you guys got on Matthew's hot streak? Along with McDavid, we could touch on uh, McDavid's five goals last night or five points. Uh, so I think the thing to take away from this, obviously Connor McDavid's going off. I think it's going to be a very heated debate for MVP this year. It's going to be between Matthews and McDavid. I can't wait to see Canada burn. Uh <laughs> So, Austin Matthews, 18 goals, 11 assists in 18 games. But he also, and here's some even strength statistics this season with ranks among forwards. In puck battles, he has 89, which is first. Stick checks, he has 36, which is second. Block passes, he has 84, which is second. And block shots, 19. He's in third for forwards. I thought that one was kind of weird. I didn't expect Austin Matthews to be blocking shots. But I think what that shows is not only is he ripping up the offensive uh, statistics, but he's like a defensive specialist now. I had no idea about that. Yeah, I mean, I just look at – I mean, I look at it. Austin Matthews, great player, right? Connor McDavid, great player. Uh, what Austin Matthews is doing is special, and I'm not going to shit on it. It's really hard as a Bruins fan to not just totally try to trash this. But I will say Mitch Marner, right? Mitch Marner is, like, the perfect right wing for Austin Matthews. Like, when you think – everyone talks about, like, the Bergeron, Pasternak, Marshan line, but I truly believe if the Maple Leafs got, like, a left wing – no offense to Joe Thorne, but if they got a left wing who was like really competent and could fit in, it would probably be the best line in hockey. I, uh, you know, like Marner has more points than Austin Matthews, 21 assists in 19 games alone with nine goals. Like it's just a great line, and I don't think anyone has any answers for them. Yeah, I mean, the first player to score 18 goals in the first 18 games in 15 years. It's pretty good. What do you think? What do you think about the approach that, uh, that the Maple Leafs took? I think a lot of people thought Joe, they, thought Joe Thornton was going to come in and be on like the fourth line and no one thought it made sense. And then the Maple Leafs are like, no, we're actually going to put him with Matthews. And I mean, I knew that they were going to put him with, with Matthews. That's a no brainer. Joe might not have the same wheels as he once had, but he's still an elite, elite playmaker in the NHL. Like he's still, he doesn't, he doesn't um, have to do too much. And yeah. like, he's not going to make mistakes. Plus I would love to just be a fly in the wall with him and Mitch Marner hanging out. I can't imagine what that's like. Yeah. Do you, do you think, uh, didn't Mitch Marner's dad used to be like always in the news? And we used to always talk about Mitch. Oh Marner's yeah, Paul. Wasn't his name Paul? It's kind of a, it's kind of cool. I think, I think it's funny how I like Mitch Marner more now, and I think a lot of it's because I haven't heard about his dad in a while. Yeah, and when they first got Marlowe, I feel like Marner and Matthews did a good job of like kind of making the the cool old dude like kind of feel a part of the boys, whereas like. Now that Joe Thorne's here, I think that they didn't do any of that. I think Joe Thorne's trying to make them cool. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if you want to skip to this one next. I know we had a different topic, but so Crosby played his thousandth game, and I just thought this was a, a like a seamless transition because I never knew his mom's name was Trina. Trina Crosby. I'd never seen her before. Trina, Trina, and Troy Crosby had a great video. Um, I didn't know Sidney Crosby had a girlfriend. He's like. This is why everybody complains about the NHL marketing and shit. And I don't know if this is 100% on Sidney Crosby just not wanting his name out there, but like, probably. Does anybody have any idea who Sidney Crosby is other than a hockey player? 
No, and I kind of love it. Like I, I know it's probably bad for the game, but I think it kind of adds to like the Sidney Crosby alert. Did you see that? And someone like tweeted out his resume, and I thought it was the craziest thing. It was three-time Stanley Cup champ, two-time Olympic gold, won a World Championship, a World Cup, World Juniors, two-time Hart winner, two-time Conn Smythe, two-time Rocket, two-time Art Ross, and he's thirty-three. Like, like he's. He's the best player of his generation by far, and I really think like when he retires, I think he'll. All, I think Crosby's name will always be with like the Gretzky or Hal crowd. Do you know I what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And I just, I actually have one thing. You just, you mentioned all those accolades. What, what, what is one thing that Sidney Crosby hasn't won? A lady bang. No, dude. Rookie of the year. His rookie year, he put up 102 points, and he didn't win rookie of the year because that was the year coming off lockout when Ovechkin was the first overall pick the year before, and Ovechkin ended up taking it. Yeah, over. that's the thing, though. Ovi was 19, and Ovi had been playing in the KHL. Like, it sucks. It sucks that that happened for Crosby because can you imagine if like, you score 102 points your rookie year, you're pretty much a lock. For that <laughs> dude, you're, you're almost a lock for MVP, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying know. to find Ovechkin's fucking stat from that first year because okay, so Ovechkin had 106 points. He went 52 and 54, so he outscored him by four. Jesus. Oh yeah, did you guys see that video of like those 10 year olds pretending to fight in Russia? That was sick. They they know those those kids. Did we make that a know. gif? That was sick. Yeah. Those <laughs> kids know more about fighting than I do. That is <laughs> like I I'm not a fighter. I've never been. Don't pretend to be. But they have the technique, and they're freaking seven years old. It what's bananas to me is like because it's in Russia, we're allowed to like laugh about it and be like, I can't believe this is happening. But can you imagine if that happened in North America? Like, yeah, if I think you wrote a like, about it, dude. Yeah, I did. Remember, Bugard Fight Camp was like yeah. such a hot topic. Like, and that was years ago, and people were kind of pissed off about it. Can you imagine if like some fucking dude from Thunder Bay just huddled like 20 10 year olds in the basement of his house and just had them beat the shit out of each other? Like, there would be a huge problem with that. Yeah, uh, because of Russia, we can laugh about it and like, oh wow, that's pretty funny. It, it just insane to me. Like, love I mean, well, here's my question: if you're like, if I'm, if I'm a Russian and like my kid comes home from school and he's like, can I go to camp like with my friends? You say yes or you say no. If your kid's like, I want to go to that camp, what do you do? Saying yeah. Yeah, I think you have to say yeah. Their culture is different. But also what I thought was weird is you're teaching these kids how to fight. Has there ever, And I tried looking this up. I searched it by PIMS, and there was nobody like really there. Has there ever been a Russian like fighter? I don't know. Well, this is kind of what we got into because, like, remember Buch? Buchnevich, we were talking about him. He's He looks tough, but he kind of got pumped when he oh, fought. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you on that. I definitely think there are. Like I feel like Kasparitis probably could have held his own. Kasparitis and like maybe Konstantinov, but I think he just like launched people. Yeah. I know what you mean. There's not too many like enforcer enforcers, but they love it in their game. But usually in the KHL, the fighters are like John Morasti. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and and yo, and that's that's what kind of sucks because I feel like if the Russians are teaching their kids how to fight now. I think they they were like 20 to 30 years too late. I'm sure that there were definitely some Russians back in like the 70s and 80s who were just like bad, bad people, but we didn't hear about them. We didn't know that that that, that was even a thing. Like when you look at Rocky, isn't the one dude Russian, the Ivan guy? Yeah, I guess. I made that up. So look, I don't know. I just, I feel like 
in my mind, Russians are supposed to be super duper tough, but like I and I'm not saying that they're not, but in terms <laughs> of like penalty minutes with like fighting and stuff like that, like I don't. I, I can't know what you mean. I know what you mean. I um, get it. But yeah, so these ten year olds are just beating the shit out of each other. Uh, they have helmets and gloves on, so like that's another thing. Like we used to do that shit in the locker room regularly. So yeah, except for the good part about this is like the scumbag on your team isn't just like hitting kids in the back of the head like cold clock. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. if you're like locker boxing as a child, like there's gonna be like you're gonna get punched in the back of the head when you're not looking or something. Yeah, that's. I mean, the the first rule to fighting is to win, and you do whatever you can to win. You know. So if anybody's listening and has some sick. Uh cell phone quality locker and boxing videos from no, no that sounds like a terrible right. idea we're just gonna become the world star of like <laughs> locker and boxing please don't please don't send us that direction um let's see here nico heischer is the captain of the new jersey devils um now that heischer is the captain of the devils that leaves the rangers and the senators to be the only teams without captains what do you have on Nico Heischer being a captain, dude? To me, I don't watch enough Devils games where I can like 100% have like a valid opinion on here, but like he never screamed to me captain. He always screamed to me like a really good assistant captain. But again, I don't know nothing about the locker room or what they have going on over there. So, Yeah, I get that. I think he's one of those like – I don't know how great he is. I think, I think he's just kind of robotic, and he's super responsible on the ice. And I think like he he's play alone will lead by example. But I know what you mean. You might might think he's kind of young, kind of a weird pick. I like it. Ken Danico loves him, and I don't really like. I don't know much, but like if Ken Danico really loves you, like I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. No, my, uh, my dad hated Ken Danico. Whenever Ken Danico would talk, I'd be like, "Damn, Danico really knows what he's talking about." And that was that was like always a way to fucking get him to blow a fucking gasket. Uh, I yeah. think. I gotta. I have. This is my take. I actually wanted to spit this out here. I think I, I've given the Rangers a lot of props. So like, I think the Devils are just as good as the Rangers this year. Uh, I don't know why. It's something weird about the Devils. Mackenzie Blackwood is a real starter, right? Four one and one nine thirty eight save percentage. They have a good goalie. Uh, Jack Hughes leads their team in points. Uh, Miles Wood is lighting it up. Like he's becoming like a top six threat. I don't know. I Ty Smith looks good. Like. They have some players, and Heashier hasn't played yet, and now he's coming back as the captain, and they get their first-line center. I think they're like a an outside chance of getting that fourth spot. See, here's my problem, is I kind of agree with you there. If we're looking at the teams, right? Hughes is leading their point, their team in points. They have Ty Smith on the D-zone, and then he said Mackenzie Blackwood. The Rangers. Capo Caco has been playing really, really, really good hockey, so I think that he's going to end up be- becoming like a person that's putting those pucks in. They have Adam Fox, who's – I think he's a top – I think he's a top 10 defenseman in the NHL. And Keandre Miller, who's another young rookie who's really good. And then they have Igor Shesterkin. So if you look at like in terms of youth and like producing and stuff, they should be pretty similar, but the Devils are still better, and it's because Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider haven't done dick this year. And we'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, I don't know. I have no idea how they win with with the roster that they have. Like, if I'm comparing rosters, I feel like the Rangers should pump them every time they play, and they just don't. So, I don't know. Lindy Ruff's also there, which is kind of tough. That confuses me, too, because he did not work out with the Rangers, correct? No, no. And now you look at our defense with Jacques Martin, and it looks so much better. But it's weird, man. <laughs> I think I think it's because the – the Devils' older players are 
are performing and the Rangers aren't. Paul Paul Mary just got hot too. Like he scored two against the Bruins. I love Paul Mary. I hate playing against him, but like if he was on my team, I'd he reminds me kind of like a Nick Foligno, just like a tough dude to play against. Yeah, and he has a he has a good shot too. Yeah. Um, what's next, Dale? I so I, I do have one more thing. You pointed out the Rangers are captainless along with the Senators. Um, I was going to save this for Rangers, but it flows pretty nicely. Uh, I ran into Dave Fisher this weekend. He said his take on the Rangers' current situation is that the Rangers' biggest mistake in the last like 10 years is letting Lundqvist go. Hear me out. What if the Rangers signed Lundqvist for, for this one-year deal? All medical issues aside and, you know, just hindsight's twenty twenty, of course, but imagine if Lundqvist was on the team, backup goalie, but who's the captain. So Dave Fisher was like, just for locker room presence alone, you want a guy like that on your team. So that's my uh, my hidden Rangers take of the day. But hey, Hal, why don't you let Dale know what I'm thinking? I don't know. I hate that take. I don't. I don't want to say it. I mean, it was an inter- It's interesting. I get what you're saying, but but like you have two pretty good goalies there right now, and like Hank Hank can't play. So this scenario is really confusing to me because like Hank can't play. He retired. Like, all right. All right, I'm sorry. And, I mean, and, the, and they literally had that last year. But he wasn't the captain. It, it, but you really want to give it. a C to your goalie? No. If, it, if it's Hank, yes. No. no. I know, I know, I know. In my mind, the only captain that's a goalie that I can ever remember is Roberto Luongo, and that did not work out. The reason I don't like goalie being a captain either is because to me it's almost implied that your starting goalie is like essentially a captain. Like If you're a starting goalie, like you're the second most – important person on the team other than like the quarterback. The captain. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't need the C like you already had it's implied. So wow. give it to a player. That's and like, what does that say to your locker room too? That's like, Oh, you see the guy that's like taking selfies in the press box. Uh, that's your captain. And like, you're out here blocking shots and like, here's an A. All right. Interesting thought. I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was cool. To do, but, uh, thank you. Yeah, I guess I got put down there. All right. Uh, Elliot Friedman just came out. <laughs> Predators are listening to deals on all players except for Roman Yossi, Pekka Rene, and Ryan Ellis. So everybody's available in Nashville. Sometimes, really quick. Sometimes I wish when I when I when I argue with Dale, he would just be a huge asshole to me. I'm just waiting for him to snap. That's what I was looking for, Dale. You had to have a rebuttal. You liked the take. You didn't even say anything back to me. Think it through. Uh, I also think the Predators need to think this through. That's awesome, right? So the Nashville Predators want to rebuild, uh, but they're not willing to give up, like, the only assets that they have. Like, what are you going to do? Duchesne is, like, at 8 mil for five more years. Johansson has a ton of time left. They have a lot of pieces, though, Hal. If they really wanted to sell shop right now, they could sell Philip Forsberg, Mikel Granlin, Ryan Johansson, Duchesne. Who's going to take those two con- those last two contracts? I mean, so obviously, you- they probably have to take money back with it. I don't think it's just going to be a one-for-one kind of thing. Eric Halla, Matthias Ekholm, Victor Har- Arvidsson, uh, Dante Fabro is okay. Uh, my my cop who got in a fight last night with Felino. Like, I feel like they have pieces where if they really wanted to fucking sell off come deadline, they could get a ton of shit. I so yeah, and I get that I. I understand Roman Yossi, like you, you keep your star player, and I actually get Ryan Ellis too because he's been a leader and he's been there forever. Oh, and he's Ryan a very, Ellis. really underrated defenseman. Um, so I like that. But Pekka Rene, like if you're gonna rebuild, 
Like, and I know you might want to do it on the fly. Like, you still need to address that. Like, I know Saros is their backup, who's a young Finn, and he's kind of interesting. But like, you really, you're really saying you're not going to move on from Pekarene? Yeah, I don't know. I, I depending on what you could give up for certain people, I would definitely try to get Matias. Is, isn't Matias? Wow, Matias Ekholm isn't he that dude who plays like a pretty decent game, but he's also super hard to play against. Like he does a lot of cross checks and shit like that. Kind of a dirty kind of player. It's a vibe I get from him. I would love that on my team. Granlin, eh. uh, depending yeah. on the contracts, how much you'd have to take, Matthew Shane and Ryan Johansson, those are two formidable players that could play either second or third line center on your team. I know. I know. I just, if I'm a fan and my team goes out and gets like Matthew Shane at the deadline, I would love Victor Arvidsson. He's a fucking yeah, I, yeah. It'd be interesting to see what some of the prices are again. Like I would, I like it when the rumors are out with what they have to give up because like I cannot build trades myself. No, I can't either. I always embarrass myself. I'm either way too one way or way too the other way. And then the <laughs> comes down, it's like, well, shit. Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to just say this again that Jack Eichel has been in the news and he's still linked to the Rangers. Um, I forget. I saw it somewhere and I thought it was pretty funny. It was either like Twitter, Reddit, something. Some Bruins fan wrote, uh, they wrote uh, like that there was an article that said Bruins should consider uh, moving Richie for Crosby. And like people thought it was serious. People thought it was serious, but they were just making fun of it, acting like should they consider moving on from Nick Richie. But like, you know what I mean? The internet's just so crazy. Hal, I think you should write a blog. I think you should write a Nick Richie for Sidney Crosby blog and see what <laughs> we would get so many clicks. Yeah. Who would I throw in though? Like who's like Anders Bjork? Yeah, and then, like, doing like a 2026 second round conditional. Yeah. And be like, this is how the numbers work out. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. Uh, I don't know. What do you like? What do you do? You have anything else on that? When Jack Michael going to the Rangers, it's happening. I just don't know when. No, it's not. I can't believe you really think that. So, that's I, I was supposed to prepare for this and I forgot. Yeah. Uh, I needed to find all of the old rumors. Every player is like linked to New York City in the Rangers. It happens every year. I think I've literally heard every single player in the NHL goes to the Rangers. So what's new? And w- what's your concrete evidence? What do you have? Why does this make sense? Why does Crosby want to go to New York City? Oh, I wasn't even talking about Crosby. He's probably going to come oh. too. So we're probably going to get Crosby <laughs> and Eichel. Uh, just based on rumors and uh, – yeah, laugh now until the Rangers have Crosby and Eichel as their one-two punch. So, I feel like in order to give up to get Eichel, though, you would be giving up like one of Kako or Lafreniere. Uh I think that's more likely for a Crosby deal. For an Eichel deal, Zabanajad, I think you'd have to get rid of him. Uh, maybe no, Sabers are gonna. Why, what do the Sabers need Zabanajad for? Well, you're get you're getting rid of a center. Yeah, but they need to rebuild. If you if you Game trade path. if they treat trade Eichel, they need that's to not one gutter everything. Yeah, well, but that's that's also the problem because they're already guttered. Kind of, but they still have like Pauline, <laughs> like they have Reinhardt, like they middle stat I think is like up and down. Like they have some Olaf Olafson that Swede is a pretty good player. Like they have a couple good young players still. I know what you mean. I just I don't know. I don't. I don't see why the Sabers would trade him to the Rangers. I don't, I don't know, man. Like you know, you know, in the yearbooks, like growing up, it's like what you want to be when you're older. 
whenever I have a kid, I'm going to make sure that they answer that question. Uh, just Jeff Skinner making $9 million on a fourth line. That would be ideal. I cannot believe they gave him that deal. And now they're just playing him on the, I mean, Eichel's not going to stay in Buffalo. He can't. Like if you actually sign that contract, it doesn't mean anything. We'll see, dude. I don't know. It just seems it just seems like a team would have to give up the world. Could you imagine if the Rangers and the only reason they hired David Quinn is because they knew that Jack Eichel wanted to get out of fucking Buffalo and they're like, oh well, if we have Quinny here who coached him at BU, this is a better chance to get him. Yeah, and then what Charlie McAvoy to the Rangers right after that. I forgot about him too. He's gonna be coming. They're gonna end up having Eichel, Crosby, <laughs> and McAvoy. <laughs> What's next, dude? Um, Chris Johnson tonight on Hockey Night in Canada when talking about the U.S. NHL TV rights deal. Word is seeping out right now that ESPN has stepped up and it looks like they will get at least part of the contract. So it looks like hockey's come back to ESPN. Dale, Dale, you got on this biz, Dev. I figure we shoot it to you first. I, I love it, man. I, we talk a lot here and uh, with you know other people about branding, hockey, marketing, exposure. Gary V literally went on and, you know, Gary V is one of the guys I follow for that kind of stuff. He placed the NHL right now as seventh overall behind MMA, UFC, soccer, and esports as well. So it's like, who did G- Gary V? Like he's, he's don't care. Not, then. I don't care. Not not let's not, let's not talk about Gary V, whatever. <laughs> but my, my point, my point is that ESPN, the American market, this will bring more exposure to the game, and I love it. I, I thought you said that Gary Bettman said that esports was a better league than the NHL, and I was like, whoa. Come on. Dale, do you believe that? Do you believe esports is more profitable than the NHL right now? They make a ton of money. It's the fact. Twitch, yeah, yeah, it's they the make fact. a ton. Make the- yeah, and they generate revenue in a different way, too. Well, they're on, like, Twitch and shit. They don't really need their own national television thing because they have a fucking Way different. Yeah, it's a different model. Uh, I mean – the, the highest played player is McDavid at $12 million a year. And guys are making that in, you know, a couple months or a tournament. Which is nuts. And endorsements is crazy. So uh, that's where, you know, there's a lot of attention there. So, yo, and I also saw this quick shout out to Fever Boy Rex. Uh, shortstop for the Padres just signed that giant deal. Uh, was it the name? Tatis or whatever. He's making, yeah. I think he's making 34. Oh, million. I think he's making $34 million a year. I thought baseball players made the most money out of everybody. NBA. Apparently basketball players do. I had no idea. Basketball players, I guess, get paid. It's because they market themselves so well. <laughs> the whole league is. It's set up. It's really taken over. So how when you say that players market themselves so well, what do you mean by that? Like what what give me So yeah, so I've been having these conversations with, you know, JT. We talked about it a little bit on the pod and other people in that realm where you look at the NBA, you look, you see Kevin Durant, you see Harden, LeBron, um, all these superstars yep. that are like the, the face. You know, we don't really have that in McDavid, Crosby, Ovechkin. I mean, to a degree we do, but there is a lot of likeness and marketing and shoes. It's, it's also the NBA is kind of ingrained in hip-hop culture and a wider demographic, I would say. Um so it's just more it's more prevalent in in media. Drake loves Toronto. Like I don't know, it's just hip hop culture. I think Bieber it's- loves Toronto, bro. 
Yeah, Bieber loves Toronto too. Yeah, he loves uh, Austin Matthews and wearing his leash. I think, I think I, I don't know. I get what you're saying. I don't think the NHL does a bad job. I just to me, I just always think the NHL is going to be the fourth league, and I don't really care what anybody says. Any of the leagues no. behind it to me will never pass the NHL in like stature and what they need and relevance to the sports in in this country. Like I I feel that way. Um, but we'll never be anything like baseball, basketball, football. Like it's just never going to happen. I don't care how the NHL markets it. Like I think if they get on ESPN, I don't know if they'll ever. It'll help. Pass it's going to help. But I don't think help. the yeah. only the only ESPN sport they could good. maybe bridge the gap to would be like baseball, right? Because like I feel like kids Dude, don't Dale, watch baseball anymore. Dale kind of nailed it, man. Like LeBron, Harden, Durant. Like we have Crosby, McDavid, whatever. Pretty. But like pretty. even even when I was yeah. younger. Like, I feel like Paul Correa, Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Yarmir Yager. Like, I feel like those names were way bigger in the sports, like, industry compared to now with McDavid and Crosby. I mean, maybe Korea because he was in Mighty Ducks, but I think that was also more your bubble. Nah, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, Pavel Bore. Maybe you're right. I, I don't think – dude, I don't think in, like, 97 if you, like, went up to, like, a – like a random person knows nothing about hockey and you're like Pavel Bure, I don't think they'd be like, oh, that hockey player? I don't think so. I think I you're more I think like you were more likely to have somebody know who Pavel Bure was back in ninety seven than to have somebody know who Philip Forsberg is on the National Predators. I bet you more people know who Valerie Bure is because he dated uh Kornikova or whoever that tennis player I was. Pavel did. Maybe. Or maybe Fyrob did. I don't know. Uh, next topic. Yeah, let's just go to Rangers Bruins. Uh, Rangers won their last two games. They beat a AHL level Philadelphia Flyers team, and then they ended up having a probably the most complete game of the year. Four one win over the Caps yesterday. Uh, Lafreniere scored. Zibanejad scored. Panarin was all over the ice. Capo Kako's on the COVID list, which isn't great. I hear an echo. Do you guys hear an echo? I don't know what's going on with that, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic. I was telling how there's no chance that they make the playoffs. I still don't think there's a chance they make the playoffs. But it's nice to see them kind of put two wins together and just see if they can build. I think their next game's against the Bruins, which kind of sucks. But um, hopefully, Capo's good because he has the. I think he's a type one or type two diabetic or something along those lines. Um, but the younger players are starting to play better. Uh, Keandre Miller is back in the lineup. Smitty's doing Smitty things. Um, there was an interesting quote from Panarin saying that there's a lot more confidence in the room right now, and the guys are doing a better job of like caring and loving for each other, which I thought was kind of weird. I didn't know if that was a direct shot at Tony D'Angelo or not, or if that was just like the like the youth and the veterans are finally starting to see eye to eye. I don't know. But uh, it was nice to see Shesterkin get another W, and um, that's kind of what I have. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything on the Rangers. I feel like you guys just kind of had another week. You're right there. I mean, you're right there on the edge of the playoffs, right? You're still only four points out. I know I know you don't think the Rangers are going to make the playoffs. You've already kind of – right? Are you still feeling that way? Yeah, that I don't, don't think, I don't think there's – unless, unless Mika Zibanejad – becomes the Mika Zibanejad from last year. And if that happens, shit can totally change around because our defense is way better this year than it was last year. Um, Panarin's still playing really well. Capo's finally becoming like an NHL hockey player. Like there's a lot of good things. Our depth players, I think are a lot better this year. We're just missing that number one center that 
was led the league in goals per game last year. And if he were to come back, who knows? But like, I just don't see it happening. Fair enough. It's nice to see Kako get that uh, shootout goal. Yeah, it's nice just confidence. He's, I mean, he's a completely different player. If you watch him play hockey now compared to when he played hockey last year, or even the first couple games this year, it's completely different. Who's his center? It depends. Uh, he had been playing with Zibanejad. He's been playing with Strom. Uh, before Philip Hedel got hurt, him and Hedel looked really well together. Philip Hedel, by the way, dude, the Chad Kelly of the New York Rangers, has looked fantastic this year. I can't wait for him to come back. He, uh, To me, he just screams a center that's going to score like 25 goals but only have like 18 assists. Like I don't think he has like a ton of like creativity in terms of like moving the puck, but like he's got wheels and he has pretty good hands and he has a decent shot, so... Hopefully. I like Edel. I like Edel a lot. I, the other thing I wanted to ask quickly on is like, do you think they should try Lafreniere with somebody else? Try to get his confidence going a bit. They just uh, last game he was with Mika and, and uh, Panarin, and he scored. Yeah. How was what was the goal? I mean, yeah, that's another thing. Like people were really pumped he scored. I was too, but <laughs> Panarin had the puck on the fucking half wall. And for some reason, every Washington Capitol defender was like from the hash marks up defending, and Lafreniere was literally just wide open in front. And Panarin acted like he was going to pass to the point, and then just slid it to Lafreniere right in front of the net, and then he just collected and went back in. It wasn't like it wasn't a I don't know. Goal's a goal. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Mark Stahl meme this week? No. Someone made a meme. I'll, we can move on. I'll I'll send it to you so you can take a look. But okay. Thank good you. Mark Stahl meme. What do you have on the bees? Or Dale, do you have anything on the Rangers? No, I just it was a good shootout when um kind of touched on it earlier with the leadership role. I I just think they need an identity. They need someone to step up and kind of yeah. They and, just kind of seem they seem a little flat to be honest. That's, that's yeah. all I got. And nobody's gonna step up because they're they're playing with the same players that they played with the last four years. If somebody's gonna step up, they would have done it by now. Are they, they either have to wait until Lafreniere's ready to fucking take that seat, or they gotta bring in somebody who's like like Petro Andrew already has an A on, on Vegas. I thought that was kind of weird. I think Riley Smith and Petro Angel have the A's and Stone has a C in Ottawa. Or not in Ottawa in Vegas, but like Stone went to Vegas and was immediately named like captain, like very shortly after. So, like, I feel like they would need something like that to either that or a lot right here. I don't, Kreider and Zaman Jet's not going to be named captain just because all these fucking soy boy Rangers fans want a captain. They want Kreider to be captain? Oh, people want Kreider and Zaman to be captain. I see this is why I hate when captains are brought up because then every Ran- Rangers fans are the worst fans in the world. 100%. No, you, I feel like Rangers fans just don't know who should be captain. Usually, I don't, I feel like Rangers fans just don't know hockey. Like, it's it's insane. Like, the shit that, like, everybody wanting Tony D'Angelo gone because he voted for Trump when he was the fo- tied for fourth in the league and scoring as a defenseman last year. I'm sure there were some other things that happened that kind of, bro, he Tony D, like, Tony D shot himself in the, yes, yeah, so 100%, but 100%. But leading up to that, people wanted him off the team like over and over and over again. That wasn't like a new thing where, like, oh, this came out now. Everybody wants, they wanted him out long before that. And it's just, they just don't get it, dude. And now, oh, Kreider should be captain. Zibanejad should be captain. Hey, bud, are you in the locker room? Do you know what's going on? Like, if Chris Kreider and Mika Zibanejad were going to be captain, they would have been named captain by now. They've been on the team for fucking three or four. Well, Kreider's been on the team since he started hockey. Like, it's they're just dumb. They're sign, just Brian, sign Brian Boyle and finally make him captain. People, people forget the Brian Boyle for captain of 2015. I love Brian Boyle, dude. Yeah. I don't know what what is this. So this this is the meme that Ryan was talking about. It's just Mark Stahl in the corner picking up his stick when it's literally a four on two. So 
<laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I thought he would enjoy that. I don't know. I think some I think Big Red might have liked it. I, I forgot how I saw that, but I enjoyed that, that too. Unbelievable. That's everything that I'd want in the picture more. Right, I don't, well, you're Bruins. I don't really have much on the Bruins. Uh Charlie Coyle needs to get it going a little bit. He's struggling. I hope that kind of answers uh kind of I don't know, resolves itself. Marshand I think Marshan went to Lake Tahoe last night, and got drunk, and was just feeling himself on yeah, Twitter. He was uh, so, <laughs> whatever. I think that's cool. It's like the day before a Winter Classic game. Their game got pushed back to seven tonight. Uh, I'm excited to see that. Like I talked about it earlier, I like the other game at night. So, I'm pumped about this game against the Flyers. Uh, but I don't have too much, really. Um, looks like Willie O'Ree skates by, by Bauer. I didn't see th- – those are sick. Where did you see those, Dale? Uh, I saw them on Bauer's Instagram. But, yeah, pretty cool to see them. Paying some respect for uh, Willie O'Ree. It's pretty awesome. Can I, I, think I, look, I think they look cool. Can I read the Mark or Brad Marshan tweet? No, no. I, yeah, you can. You can. Then one more thing after so that. There's a picture of him in a car with a cop, and somebody said, remember this king? He said, do you mind if I bring a friend? Then somebody said, fucking rat trying to cross-check Hughes in the throat. <laughs> and then somebody said, in before Bruins fans comment, generic, you mad and salty gifts. And then the person said, I mean, we just got the last laugh in the game. Brad Marchand goes, you didn't get shit. Your ass was home in bed. You didn't get stuff. You don't compare yourself to the big dogs. What a, what a line. I'm going to start using that all the time. Uh, then the, the side comments might help with your sentence structure, Bradley. And then he said, I got plenty of comment, commas, pigeon. I mean, I think he means... Fuckers and commas. You know that song? Yeah. That was from uh, Last Chance You. That's only listening to that song in the locker room, dude. Uh, don't compare yourself to the big dogs. I love that. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I thought it was good. It's funny, too, because he only goes on Twitter like three times a year. So it was nice to see him break that in. Uh, I kind of wanted to go back really quick because I didn't know. So the one thing with Willie O'Ree, I like what the Bruins did. I think they rescheduled his retirement till there's fans in the rink, which I think is a good idea if you're going to retire a jersey. Uh, you know what yeah, I mean? It is. How old is Willie O'Ree? Yeah, I understand that. I get that too. I don't know. He's pretty old. He looks pretty old. Yeah. No, I know, and that sucks. And you like, yeah, I. <laughs> that's implied. Uh, but Willie O'Ree is 85, born in 19. 19- 35. And they're not doing it until 2022? I think so, yeah. All right. Electric stuff. (laughs) Uh, All right. Moving on to to our Beer League segment brought to you by Can I Brands. Can I Brands is... Uh, Can I Brands, the organic, trusted CBD of the morning skate. Um... Let's see. Let me pull this this image up here. So they've got a new thing. They're running a uh, a can I sleep guarantee. Basically, you order any of their sleep products, and they will refund your money if you don't like it. Uh, that's how confident they are in the products. Their number one selling product. The the NHL players love to take it. I you know we've talked about this before. It's in seventy five percent of the NHL locker rooms and. Um, one of the things they really like to do is take it on plane rides after, after game. Um, I know myself, I played beer league three times this week and I got out at 
I, I'm not home until 11, 30, 12 at night. So uh, to take this can I sleep stuff to help kind of wind down after an adult league game is huge. Uh, Jimmy, you, you use it similar way, I presume. Got me through COVID. So, uh, oh yeah, guys, I'm COVID free now. Uh, just just want to let you guys know that it was released as of yesterday, 11:59 a.m. Uh, yeah, no, this shit works, guys, and I like the whole money back guarantee thing because I, I honestly think like you're kind of just dumb not to do that, right? Like either you're gonna purchase a product that's gonna help you sleep, like and legitimately help you sleep. No, no, like fucking around. Like it actually works, which is a po- positive. Sleep's huge for my life. Like if I could rank the, the things that I love in this world, it's like hockey cute girls fishing mowing the lawn and sleeping those are my top five uh and if you can Shut help the fuck and, up, they are, dude. and if you could take your top five and you could at least make one of them even better using this i don't i don't see why not and then if it doesn't work you can send it back and get your money back and say it's a no-brainer that's right so you can use the code tms25 on canibrands.com or go to canibrands.com slash discount slash tms25 uh for that and uh yeah i, I did kind of I, I ran through it here it is uh 45 for the canine brands turns out to be 33.75 after you use our code uh, so again that's tms25 for canine brands how? Why are you telling me to shut up, dude? Those are easily my top five favorite like things in life. Can you read? Can you read me back that list? Hockey. Okay, I believe that. Fishing. I be- I believe that. Girls. Okay. Mowing the lawn. I don't know if I believe that. Oh, dude, I love mowing the lawn. What's the next? Sleeping. I believe that. I don't know mowing the lawn. I feel I, like, dude, I get bogged. Are you I know kidding? you like to mow the lawn. I know you do like to mow the lawn. I know you like to take photos of yourself mowing the lawn and stuff like yeah. I'm aware you enjoy mowing the lawn. I but also if you did... had a fucking John Deere, you'd take pictures of yourself too. I know, but we also landscape together, bro. And I wouldn't say that every day you brought like the it's most a... pizzazz to yeah, the job. Dude. You weren't yeah, like we're also not up. fucking shoveling mulch or like stone dust, dude. I'm getting hammered and riding around on <laughs> a lawnmower, listening to Fleetwood Mac catching fucking rays, getting brought. Yeah. Twisted yeah. keys, bro. <laughs> so, so on a scale of one to ten for like for like jobs you have to do around the house, you're saying mow the lawn's a ten. What would you put plowing at? Oh man, probably a five. Really? Yeah, I like it, but I've gotten the truck stuck three fucking times this year. So like that, it's kind of like emasculating going over to my neighbor's house, and be like, "Hey, Brandon, can you tell me out?" Yeah, I feel like the best part about plowing is like you can tell people that you plow. No, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. The act I, itself I, is still kind of stressful. Like sometimes they get stuck. Like you, like it's not always the easiest. Last year was way better. What fucked me this year is the nice. first initial storm. We got thirty something inches of snow, and since that's happened, that snow hasn't gone away. And it's really hard. Like last year, we had like a little bit of snow, a little bit of snow, and then like I had a structure as I do when I mow the lawn. Like I know exactly what lane I'm gonna take. I know what side I'm gonna do first. I know what snowbanks i'm pushing here and here when you have fucking 36 inches of snow the game plan's out dude at that point you're just trying to make sure you can get up and down the driveway and i think this year i didn't know that and i was just like okay i'm just gonna do what i did last year and i just got stuck like bad so then my fucking uncle had to come over and like plow and he just fucked it all up unless he's listening to this he did a great job but it it just it was a complete just like it just changed everything up. So it, it is a lot of fun, dude, because you 
you, you can listen to music. You can, you're not on the streets or anything. So you can fucking get fucked up when you do. Like, it's fun. It's a good time. But it's like, I, I don't know. I, I would much rather mow the lawn. Plus, it's like you're just catching raisin. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I agree. I was just curious about it because I felt like you've kind of been flexing yourself, like as someone who can plow. Like, I would actually like really be curious to just like, to, like be in the truck with you when it's snowing and like go plowing. Fucking come home once a year. <laughs> Says you, bro. All right. What's uh? What were we just yes, talking I- about? We, yeah, it's beer league roundup. I've got a game tonight. I was out last week. I uh, hopped into the dock earlier and saw that you guys were talking a little bit of smack about uh, what my what my stat line would be last week. Talked a lot. Uh, yeah, talked a lot of smack about me last week. Apparently, but uh, yeah, I uh, I tucked in our our only goal on the team. We lost four to one. So hoping to have Cad back on the team soon. I think Murray's subbing in as well tonight. So. I'm excited to get back out there. Um, I've also been playing on a Tuesday and Wednesday night skate. I met these kids through Facebook Marketplace, uh, bought some retro hats off them. Uh, but turns out there's skate more players, so they've been playing with us. Uh, nice guys from Ontario. Um, that's all I got. Oh, I broke my stick on Wednesday, which sucks. Uh, that always sucks. So good thing it's a two-piece. So, all right, so – Here's my situation, guys. I am I'm released to the world from COVID. So I got I got the thumbs up. My mother's a ICU nurse. She's worked there since she's 18 years old. She she is strongly advising that I don't play hockey right away just because she doesn't know how my respiratory system is going to be, which I get. I also don't give a shit. So like that really doesn't have anything to do with it. So here's the here's the issue. Biz Dev's team plays at seven tonight. Yeah, tonight. I am in a skate the skate before Biz Dev Skate. Not taking away anything from Biz Dev Skate, but the skate before is loaded full of people that played like college hockey, professional hockey. It's really, really fast. I have to play defense and skate backwards. It's it's like I literally have to kind of get jazzed up to play in it, otherwise I'm just gonna get walked all the time. So I haven't played in that skate in a while because I did suffer that groin pull. So here's what I want to do. I want to skip the 520 skate and just go play in Garrison skate. Sneak you in through the back door. Just because I think it, it's kind of like an AHL rehab stint. Like I, I haven't played hockey in like a month. I don't know how my groin's going to be. And like I'd be playing forward. I can kind of take it easy, especially with breathing. Because like when I play in this step skate, I don't breathe hard. But when I play in the other skate, like I'm dying. But the thing is, is if I do that, then I'm skipping the the skate before that. I don't, it probably makes me look like a giant pussy. The last thing I want to see is those guys coming out of the locker room while I'm on the ice with a different skate. So I don't know what to do about it. Let's uh, let's put a costume on you, or we'll find a way. Me and Murray can we'll I'm be creative. Being, I'm being serious, dude. So I want to play hockey. How? What do I do? I, I want to play hockey. I you call the guy too. and I hit him up, and I'm like, hey man, like I think I'm gonna skate in the skate afterwards, just because it's not as competitive, and like I need to make sure I can even skate. If right the now. five if the five twenty skate means more to you, then I don't think you can skate in Dales. It's hard. But, so so without it's a, at least you're gonna get like chirp. Here, here's the you're difference. Gonna find the, out. The five twenty is a skate. It's a pickup. Kind of, it's a group of guys that always skate together, but the seven is a game with a ref and a team and accountability and missing. And we've never beat White. We haven't beat White this year. And with me, you, Murray, maybe even the Skidmore kids tonight might sub in. There's a good chance, dude. And you add a lot to that. I think I just need to call the kid 
who I'm in the skate with before and just talk to him and be like, Hey man, this is what's happening. What do you think I should do? Cause it's, I think it's either I'm not skating in the five twenties. I can't like I'll, I'll pass out. And, and again, I don't know. I don't even know how my groin is. Sounds like you have your answer, bro. You're right. That skates way faster. So I don't know what to do about it. Hell, what, what should I do? Should I call? Should I just not play? What am I doing? I don't know, dude. Birds in your hands. Figure it out. There's probably going to reper- be repercussions whichever way you go. So good luck. I wouldn't. I wouldn't skate in both. You'd probably die. Definitely. Uh, so, oh, that actually transitions really well though, because you guys just kind of brought this up. Beer league for me. Here's something interesting. My league. My league skate is at like 10:50 on Sundays, which is a tough slot. Uh, and there's talks of instead of being in a league that skates 1050, um, 1050 every Sunday, we'll just start a skate on Mondays at 820 with two, like two of the teams kind of like bounce it out, kind of do what Ked does and just do a skate instead of a league. And originally I just, originally I was like, damn, well, I kind of like the league aspect. Like it's fun to go to playoffs and stuff like that. But the other side of it is sometimes those skates can be more fun. Like when you like balance out teams and stuff and like, Less pressure. You know I mean? yeah, but it's usually pretty good hockey and it's competitive. Yeah. Like if it's a good group of guys, I think it kind of is dependent on the group of guys that you're playing with, but the idea itself of playing eight twenty every week instead, it's kind of nice. Uh, Monday is nice too. gives you something to look forward to on Monday. So the skate that I skate on Sunday, I have to play defense because everybody's filled in with forwards and I still had a really good time. I think if I had played forward in that skate every time, I think I would pick the skate more than the league just because it's better hockey and it's less pressure and like everybody's pretty cool. I don't have to worry about getting hacked every two seconds. But because I play defense, I think I'd rather play forward in the league. Yeah, I get that. That's just more of a personal situation. Yeah. I don't know. It's something something to think about. I like 820 compared to 1050 is a huge jump. Huge. huge. I would really like that. I would that. do it just I, because of that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then I can be like at home. Like you can't shower in the rinks here still, but I could be at home and take a shower by like ten thirty. You know? Yeah, and you're you're in bed before midnight compared to being in bed at one. But yeah, dude, easily. So the whole bottle of Can I brands for that one? Yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for beer league too. I gotta call this guy at some point after this podcast. I'm just gonna have to level with him. Like I'm coming off a fucking serious illness, dude. Yeah. I always find that authenticity and just just honesty is good in situations like that. Yeah. Too, so I wish you the best of luck. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to, <laughs> I don't want to get into anything else here. <laughs> All right. What's next? Uh, next, we have three stars. All right, Jim and Mike. Thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go in Rogers' hometown hockey. It's not three stars because we have Dom Moore's heroes and zeros, bro. Next up, hey fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff here. All right, sorry about that. I, uh, yeah, I'm a little. Dale, would you, Dale, would you pick me up? Yeah, dude, for tonight because it's at seven, I would pick you up and at my house. If Murray meets me there or at my house, I would, yeah. I'll do that for you, bro. I'm going to make a call. Is Hal still? Yeah, Hal's still here. All right, I'm going to make a call. I'll see if I can get it going. That means I'd have to leave at like six, but yeah, we can do that. Don Morris here is in zero's time. I'm going to go first. My hero of the week goes to myself. I conquered COVID. Uh, It was for people who haven't had it and are scared to get it and all that stuff. I would still be scared to get it. 
like I think it affects everybody differently, hundred percent. My symptoms, I was just really, really, really tired. I can't tell you how many naps I took last week. Like that was insane, uh, and just losing taste and smell is fucking like a weird thing. But um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like before I had COVID, I would have wanted to know what it was like to get COVID. So that's why I'm talking about it. But yeah, just I would mass on guys. Don't be idiots. Um, and you know, I. I can't believe I, I, I'm almost 100% positive I got COVID because I went to Lake Placid to try to impress a girl. Don't do that, guys. Don't absolutely do not do that. Keep your circle small. Hang out with your friends because, like, I almost had it a year without it. And then I and then I let my guard down and I went to Placid, and that's on me. And you want to know why? I'm not that shocked that that happened to me. That's a that's a Ked thing to happen. Don't be like Ked. Wear, wear your mask. Keep your circle small. And uh, I'll help you out there. So that's my that's – my, uh, how you want to go next? Sure. Hero of the week, Patty Kane. Uh, I just thought that that spinorama goal he scored a couple nights ago was unreal. Patty Kane, dude, I, I looked it up. So right now he's sitting. He's going to be fifth all-time in U.S. points for an American in the NHL by the end of the year. Like probably like about a little over by the end of the year, he'll be like 300 away from Brett Hull. I honestly think at this pace he gets 300 more points in his career. Who, like, has who? he slowed down at all? Who who holds the record? Brett Hall. Brett yeah. Hall. Has, Pat, uh, Patrick Kane will will he he will be the American um, scoring yeah. champion or whatever. At least until <laughs> Austin Matthews gets one. He will be number one. He'll be number one, dude. That's what I tried. So I tried to tweet this out last night, and I never tweet. And I was gonna tweet out the leaderboard, but I couldn't fucking figure out a way to word like the words of like American NHL leading scorer. All time without did. it making any all, sense. All time American leading scorer <laughs> in the NHL. In the NHL. I well, I mean, to come up with that last night. I w- I don't even think you have to say in the NHL. Like, it's I just think, Yeah, I don't think what, dude. You think that some beer leaguer in like in a beer league in a, in, a, in the United States That's fucking you, put up five thousand points because like I'm well on my way. That uh, I mean, you're right, dude. You're hundred <laughs> percent right. I just can't. I can't do that. I guess I can't use my brain. Zero of the week. Uh, oh, no, actually, I went two heroes. I'm sorry. I never knew about this. There was, like, a quick video. Doc Emmerich was, like, narrated something about this once. Did you guys know in 1954 the Detroit Red Wings played a game a- against a prison? No like, like jailed people? Or yeah, the they, went, they went to the Marquette Branch prison uh, and play, And the Red Wings played the, pri- the inmates at the prison. Well, let's talk like, about a liability. <laughs> yeah. So Longest so, yard, bro. The Red Wings, the Red Wings were up 18-0 after the first period, and they stopped keeping score after that. So, can you imagine though, if you're a prisoner and you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play like an NHL team," and then like the Red Wings and the boys come in and just like beat the piss out of you? <laughs> it's fucking sick, dude. I, like, I, I want to watch that. What's that? I, I wonder like, if they're kidding because like you're giving prisoners two things of what that couldn't have been like murderers. That had to have been like petty crimes. Yeah, that's funny too because it's almost like the opposite. Yeah, can you imagine if he, the Rangers did an exhibition game against, uh, I don't know, what's like what's like the jail down? Rikers Island. Rikers, yeah. Rikers at the Rags. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. Clinton kind of tension. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that story was funny. Like the fact that that even happened. And like was allowed, and also it's the anti-longest yard, right? Because in the longest yard, they come back and they like win or whatever. But in this game, they just get shit pumped. Like I wish Adam Sandler did a movie about that. 
I would love to know how that happened. Like, who was in talks with who? Did the prison write a fucking letter to the Detroit Red Wings? Be like, hey, guys, I have a fucking idea for you. I bet it's in the documentary. We should, and it actually reminds me, like, pound for pound, maybe my favorite, like, normal TV show that has a hockey episode ever is that South, South Park. Park episode. Oh, where yeah. They, it's like the same thing where the kids play the Red Wings at intermission or the Avalanche and just get the shit yeah. kicked out of them. Yeah, and they're playing because the one kid has cancer and they're like, you need to win the game. And then they don't win the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been crushing South Park. I literally just watched that like two nights ago. It's a good show. Did you? Hey, did you? Didn't do your zero, did you, Ken? No, but I'm actually gonna do another hero instead. You guys, you guys are just gonna skip over me. Well, no, yeah, you're gonna go last, dude. Okay. All right, my other zero. Or my other hero. Uh, I watched two hockey documentaries this week on Amazon Prime. I watched uh, the rich. Clune one and I watched the Bob Probert one and if you guys get a chance I'd watch both of those the Clune one uh, BizDev I think you'd really like the Clune one with the shit that he had to like battle through and like the substance abuse and like him like going like it starts about talking about how his brother picked him up and had to go up 87 north and like how he was in the back like going through the draws and shit like that and like how he had to like battle through different shit the Clune one was really good and the Bob Probert one so I knew about I knew Bob Probert was like the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world when it came to hockey. I just had no idea that he had like gotten arrested when he was twenty three and like he drove his car through like a store and he had all these DUIs and he would just beat the piss out of people and like but he seemed like such a fucking like cool like nice dude. It just he he seems like that. I I don't know the Bob Probert one was fuck. Have you guys seen either of those? I watched the first half of the Bob Probert one. I need to finish it still. It was, it was, how have you? No, I haven't. I'll watch it. Um, I did want to ask you about, didn't you watch a documentary about like the Flynn Flon bombers? I watched like, I watched probably the first 40 minutes. Uh, Greener told us to check that out. It was pretty cool. It wasn't like as action packed as the Prober um, or Clune one. And he also told me to watch one about, it's not on anything, which kind of sucks, but it's on YouTube. You can watch a documentary about the summit series between the Russians and the Canadians. Uh, I heard Greener told me to check that one out. So um, there's, there's one on YouTube about the nine, NHL 94 I want to check out too, like the video game. Oh, that's kind of sick. Uh, yeah, just a little more documentary talk. To stuff but, to check out. Yeah, so when I wasn't napping, I was watching hockey docs and uh, pretty cool stuff. The Bob Probert thing was really cool because I thought I knew that he was just like a tough like fighter or whatever, but like he had a whole lot of shit going on. So um but, yeah, that's what I got. Dale? Yeah, so um, sort of dovetails off that. I've been through my own um, share, fair share of stuff. I'm coming up on three years, boys, of sobriety next mm-hmm. week. So, so that's pretty dope. But um, throughout those three years, some, one of the tougher parts for me, um, it's getting into my hair here, but one of the tougher parts for me is going out to a bar saying, hey, uh, do you do you have a club soda or whatever? Um, I think anybody who is sober now can relate to that moment. But um, my hero of the week goes out to Ashley, the bartender at uh, at, at a bar at my yeah my local watering hole here. I've never been a regular at a local watering <laughs> hole, which is now I'm starting to uh, feel that way. But Ashley, I get in there. She gives me my uh, Lagunitas Hop IPA, zero percent alcohol, and the, the fellas ordered a round of spit and chiclets. Sorry, uh, no no free ads, but the, uh, the, the, the pink vodka. Um, and Ashley hooked it up with a Simply Lemonade 
like pink lemonade shot. Like I've never, never had that experience to get a colored shot and to be included in that round of six shots. So uh, shout out to Ashley at my local watering hole. That was really, really kind of her. Um, she's my hero of the week. That is nice, dude. That was a good story. Congratulations on three years. We're all very proud of you, Dale. I do want to point out, though, as someone who worked at a bar, like as a bar back, I just think it's funny because, like, I remember when I worked at the bar, I worked at, I'm not going to say the name because I don't do free advertisement, but in the basement down there, we always had one case of uh, woodchuck, woodchuck ale, which was like a cider from Vermont that stunk. But there was this one guy who came in like once a month and drank it. And we always had it for him. And I'm just thinking about Dale and the Lagunitas. And like you remember that when people when people order something a little bit outside the box, like I always remembered that. So it's definitely ingrained. That's just I think that just means she's really good at her job, right? Like, and that makes you feel better too. Like it was just the I went there Friday night and it was the first time I've ever sat down at a place and they were like Lagunitas hops. You know what I mean? That is pretty cool. You, like, cool. I get my usual. That's yeah, like when I, I walk into I walk into the gas station and like, and the guys like Grizzly Wintergreen. It's like, no, like I'm trying to quit, dude. <laughs> like, no, like please don't don't bring that up anymore. Like that's that's the old me, you know. Yeah, yeah. Zero yeah. of the week, Dale. It's still yeah, your turn. Yeah, so I actually don't have a zero of the week again. Um, you guys know this. I'm a pretty positive guy. My hero of the week goes out to Dave Fisher. Also ran into him at my local watering hall. Just kind of a moment talking about past players growing up, all, all kinds of stuff. And it, it's really, it's really uh, soft or uh, global of a, of a thing. But it was just a moment where it's like Dave Fisher, like guys like that, like that's who it's nice to look up to. And like, there's a, just a nice guy who coached me in hockey and, you know, has a nice family and has done, done well for himself. So yeah, I, dude, I know you- it's really, it's really <laughs> weird, dude. But like, but like just, it was just like kind of like a moment of like a hero like that, like just a good person to, I think it, I think it plays true to like, there's, there's guys in all of our beer leagues who like we play with. And uh, it's just nice to take a moment and be like, you know, hope to be like you when i'm 50 or 60 i know it's pretty soft of a hero and you know i don't mean to get too emotional here but no it was a good, was go. a good hero dude Chat, i mean uh, shout out dave fisher that's my heroes three stars I feel like we're limping. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, three stars of the week. I'm just going to rattle through my three stars really quick. We are kind of limping. We need to bring the energy. That's what I'm here for. Uh, The dog days of winter are upon us. This is probably why we're limping, dude. It's kind of hard to get through the days, but you want to know what? What are we looking forward to? I'm going to give you three things. Number one. Sprint to the Ides of March. Everybody knows I'm a big Ides of March guy. <laughs> Can you tell We're, me without looking at a without looking at a page what the Ides of March is? Because I I don't know if I've heard this one before. The Ides this of March. Like when, this is like when you were a huge Allen fan. It's a Roman New Year. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm a big Ides of March guy. February is the shortest month of the year. We're ready. So you sprint right, right there. What? So you sprint to the Ides of March, but like when you get to the finish line, what's the what's at the? I'm going March? to San Diego at the end of March in Vegas in April. So. Yeah. There you it's go. Kind of, kind of tight. I actually just got a, a text from Feverboy Rex's uh, girlfriend. Uh, the clubs have been open in Vegas. So uh, that's going to be sick. Um, the next one, uh, Gym City Vacation. 
I'm just going to start hammering the gym and I'm not going to eat anything for a month. I'm going to be super hot when I go to Vegas. And then the last thing I have, you have to think it's going to start being lighter outside as we get deeper into the night. There's nothing better when it's like eight o'clock at night and it's still kind of light outside. I know that doesn't happen in March or February, but like we're inching closer. We're inching closer. And then pitchers and catchers are already reported to spring training. That means co-ed softball season is also on the rise and folks. That's probably number six due to the things that I love the most. Fuck. I don't know. I might have to replace one of my top fives with co-ed softball. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But those are my three stars getting through February. That's Ted. What do you guys got? Dale. Yeah. Quick rattle off. I like, I like the energy here. Spring skiing. I haven't been skiing this year. I'm going to go visit my brother and do some spring skiing. Bang. Sun is sun. Sun's coming. Sun's coming out more. It's uh springtime. One of my favorite times of year is just like when the snow just starts to melt you break out your lacrosse stick you hit up your friend connor hutchinson you go to the turf fields Hutch. bang shout out hutch um and then third playoffs march 13th i think i want to say march march 15th is our uh beer league playoffs it's an all-day saturday game event looking forward to that shut the fuck up that am i invited oh, to that you're on the team bro you got it <laughs> if you come tonight you're on you're on the team okay cool i'm in hell hell three stars go Come on, uh, my three stars, my three stars of the dog days of winter, February, uh, one, two, and three are all going to be not doing the three stars. I, I, uh, got a big Sunday ahead. I got more important stuff to worry about than what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to shit right now. Like, like that, like you guys have stuff planned out. I don't have anything planned out on the whole. Uh, yeah, yeah come, I guess. I'm chill. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. That's it, dude. I don't have any three stars. All right. No three stars for Hal. That's fine. <laughs> uh, do we have some business stuff? Yeah, so uh, BizDev. Suspended. I think it should be suspended. I've been hard on BizDev this podcast. What do you think, Ked? Wait, we should suspend him? BizDev talk. Oh. I mean, there's some important stuff I want to get touched well, on. I'm looking at the important stuff. Ted can yeah. we'll say, no, that's all right. Noah, Dale, I'll let you fly. Just, just know I... Just know we're watching. Yeah, you're on. You're you're on your fucking last call. Nice. All right, we got some upcoming podcasts. We've got Blade Tech Hockey, uh, Steel Steel Company out of Toronto. Uh, Ken and I are talking to him Tuesday. I'm really what, excited about that one. Can you explain what's like uh, what their product or just like the blades? It's the blade like that go on your skates. There's a different mechanism that allows you to kind of get a better push off. Essentially, can you can you install it yourself? I agree or do it, but like I probably do you have the do you have the trigger? Yeah, yeah. So they have you know how blades like some I don't have these, but the new ones have like the trigger and then you pull the blade out and you put it in. So yeah. they have those, but they also have the old ones that like I have. Huh. They're 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 pretty cool. Like, yeah, no, I was just curious. Maybe that'll get more people to listen. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm I'm pumped about that too. That's been a long time coming. That's another reason why I kind of want to skate tonight because I've only skated on them once and it was on a pond. Same. Same. I'm say that mine once, but yeah. uh, along with that, we have Sparks this week. Sparks hockey skate sharpener. So excited about to talk to Russ, the founder, uh, out of Boston for that too. That's going to be a really cool one. Um, in case you missed it, we had Rob Bellamy on, country music uh, singer and former player. We had JT Barnett on, uh, social media guy, hockey marketing with Triple Deke. And um, really, one the one thing I want to say is we, we've been we've been buzzing. Our Instagram's been going. We all, the whole team in general has been putting in a lot of work. Um, I think we're up to 15, 15 total team members with our uh, writers and you know uh, Bizdev Dubsy working on merchandise. So one of the things. 
that we need is a call for content creators. Uh, I personally do a lot of the behind the scenes graphic design. I'm not that skilled at it. I, I know some some you know basic stuff. I do what I can. But if there's anybody out there that is skilled, went to art school, went to graphic design, Adobe Illustrator, uh, Final Cut Pro, Premiere Pro, uh, video editing and or graphic design, hit us up. Uh, love to love to have a little bit more manpower in that. Man or action, action, action that, item, action item, create a flyer, post on Instagram. Yeah, create a flyer or a uh, a Google form, I was thinking too, for intern. You should start putting flyers up around town. <laughs> At the ranks, yeah, the <laughs> ranks. Why not? Why not? I don't think it's a bad, bad idea. We should start putting flyers on our podcast out of the local ranks. Why haven't we not done that? I always thought Come we on. should go back and just like do like if, put all our blogs in like a miniature newspaper. I got shut down. I thought down the bar stool? If only, yeah. So if only one of our families owned work. a printing company, you know. I I am so sick and tired about hearing about Grant Graphics and the printing company going on. <laughs> and we, we could definitely one, sell ads into that. How cool would it be if there was if you were a youth hockey player and there was actually a magazine you wanted to read that was free in the rink? I just uh, we can't know. do magazines. That's a whole nother thing. That's I meant newspaper, bro. I meant newspaper. I mean, how much does it cost to make a newspaper? And also, like, I don't know wow. how old our readers should be when they're reading that. Wait, how much would it cost to make a newspaper? Like a dollar a newspaper. Maybe okay. M- magazines are pretty expensive. Let's look at the newspaper thing because even if we do the newspaper thing once, I think it'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of a sick collector's item, too. It would be. I'm into that. Boom. All right. Two action items now that we just found out. One, let's get a fucking flyer together for somebody who knows how to do graphic design. And two, let's start talking about newspapers. That is biz dev. That is not merch. That is biz dev. And if you need my help with anything, you let me know. That's what we have on this week's podcast. Do we have anything else? Uh, oh, Anson Carter, I think, might end up coming on, right? And Mike Ruzioni responded to an email, so we know who I am. Yes, yes uh, two more upcoming ones. Uh, Anson Carter and Paul Marabella. I think I said his last name right, but yeah, two cool guys coming on. Uh, that'll be awesome. That'll be doing and, and we're crossing our fingers for Ruzioni. That would be tight. It would be. Um, Miracle on Ice Brew. Check out Miracle on Ice Brew as well. Uh, it's. Uh, Golden yeah. Ale, dude. Northway Brewing Company. There, there she is. There she is. All right, guys. Well, that was this week's podcast, and uh, thanks for tuning in. We will talk to you guys later.